Hey guys, welcome back to our book hangover. I'm Wyatt. And I'm Lauren. And in case you guys missed our first episode, this is our second episode. In our first episode, we talked about all the right places. So if you haven't had the chance to check that out, I definitely recommend it. And in case you guys missed our formal kind of introduction as to who we are, we are two friends who pick two books at random every single month to kind of talk through them. Whether we hate or love them, we'll still talk about them and kind of give our opinions, kind of book club style, talking about different intimate questions topics, whether we liked the book, whether we hated it. And for this episode, we will be talking about The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. Yes. So just to give a brief synopsis, it says, as a third-year PhD candidate, Olive Smith doesn't believe in lasting romantic relationships, but her best friend does. And that's what got her into this situation. Convincing on that Olive is dating and well on her way to a happily ever after was always going to take more than hand-wavy Jedi mind tricks. Ooh. <laughs> Scientists require <laughs> proof. So like any self-respecting biologist, Olive panics and kisses the first man she sees. That man is none other than Adam Carlson, a young hotshot professor and well-known ass, which is why Olive is positively <laughs> Hold floored. Up. Hold up. I thought you said he has a well-known no, ass. No, well-known piece of ass. No. Which is why Olive is positively floored when Stanford's reigning lab tyrant agrees to keep her charade a secret and be her fake boyfriend. And when a big science conference goes haywire, putting Olive's career on the Bunsen burner... I can't. Oh, Not wow. the science puns. Anyways, Adam surprises her again with his unyielding support and even more unyielding six-pack abs. You're joking. Suddenly, their There's little... There's no ex- way. Yeah, th- the way I've written. never read this. Yeah, okay. Suddenly, their little experiment feels dangerously close to combustion. <laughs> and Olive discovers that the only thing more complicated than a hypothesis on love no. is putting her own heart under the microscope. <laughs> I hope you loved my little rendition of that. I have never read it. You know that? I've never read the summary. I just like heard really good things about the book itself. So I just read it. I've never read the summary. And I'm glad I did not read the summary because had I read it first, I don't think I would have. It would have turned you off. You would have never read the book. No, 100%. I 100% agree. Um, So here's my little special (laughs) shout out to Megan. Oh my God. I bet she read the back of this book, and that's why she rated it one star. Yeah. Don't read it. Anyways, so just as a disclaimer, this will be a, kind of a short episode. Just you'll see why by the end. We just there were some things we loved, but not that much to talk about. So just to jump right into it, I have to ask: Did you know this was originally a Star Wars fanfic? No, <laughs> and I don't know if I believe it because I was I, doing some research after we talked about it, and I was looking it up. And people said it was inspired, but I don't see anything official from the author being like, I wrote this fan fiction and it turned into this. So and until no, I see that in front of my face, um, I don't believe it. So I'm pretty sure it started on AO3, which is... Who? AO3 is, <laughs> my understanding at least, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I can't is, correct you, but I don't know what it yeah. is. It's basically like Wattpad or mm-hmm. whatever, where you write your fan fiction, and it started on there as a Raylo, so like a Kylo Ren and Ray fan. I don't know fic. jack shit about okay, Star Wars. Okay, fun fact, I do. Oh so, man, I'm a Marvel girl. But literally, if you look at the cover, mm-hmm. that looks like Adam Driver, and that looks like Ray. That's insulting so, to Adam Driver. Yeah, but also, okay, here's the thing about the cover. So, in case you haven't seen the cover. I mean, go see it, first of all, because I'm not going to describe <laughs> it, it that well. <laughs> but it's obviously the two characters kissing. Oh, I just noticed she's wearing a lab coat. 
Oh my oh, god, bro. it's almost like I'm, she's a scientist. I'm so dumb. But anyway, so she's kissing him, closed eyes. He has his eyes open, obviously, because he's being kissed unexpectedly. As, unexpectedly. But he looks so freaking young. Like, he doesn't look 34. I know. And I think it's just the style of drawing, which is fine. It's still very cute. But I was, like, but trying even- to imagine the character, and it wasn't him. And I was getting mad because the character I had in my mind was hella fine. And I was like, he looks cute. Well, even like as, yeah, he kind of looks like the nerdy, geeky type. Yeah. Like on the cover. But also he's wearing like a Even as I was reading it, like they kept saying like 34. I don't know why. I was picturing this man kind of old. Ma'am. I don't know. Ma'am. I know you are a young college student, but 34 is not old by any standards. You're not old until Uh, you're like at least 70. Okay. Good. I mean, that's just me though. Okay. Okay, so just to dive right in, how did you feel about Olive as a character? Well, she frustrated the shit out mm-hmm. of me. But <laughs> I think, how do I like say this in the nicest way possible? I think that's just so typical of characters that are like her, which is like the very selfless, kind of gives up herself constantly for others. Like, I related to some things. Like, I get, like, yeah. wanting people around you to be so happy that you kind of put yourself in uncomfortable situations. But it just frustrated the shit out of me because I'm like, bitch, do better. <laughs> yeah, I know. I felt like she was so, like, annoying and whiny. Like, do I like... She listen, did not listen, whine. listen. She... Yeah. I, I have proof. I have proof. Give me one minute. <gasps> Where the receipts? Give me one minute. So, essentially, like, I liked her backstory of, like, you know, she's gone through this pain. She's, like, mm-hmm. working... To become what she wants. For yeah. Working to find out more about pancreatic cancer, mm-hmm. all these things. For um, reference, her mom had pancreatic cancer and died and from died. pancreatic yeah. cancer. Yeah, and if they would have just found it a little earlier, like, mm-hmm. she can't help but think that maybe she would have lived at least a little longer. Yeah. But the reason why I'm saying she's whiny is because I swear to God, on every other page, she's like this is just a fake relationship. And then she's like, but is it? Like, basically, because that's the energy. But she's wrestling with her emotions. But How is that whining? she's so annoying because she's literally like, I'm not into this man. He's an asshole. And then literally, mm-hmm. like, 24 pages in. But a in, very hot asshole. Uh, okay. <laughs> but 24 pages in, she's like, but I shouldn't be feeling this way. And I'm like, ma'am, you just It's called an internal struggle. Have you heard oh of it? God, well, she gave up real quick on like no i am so against him but that's the point like the whole point of showing her perspective is to show that she has this like internal struggle of how she feels about him in the situation and she's like i'm like kind of in this uncomfortable situation with this person that nobody likes and yeah i have to fake through this relationship for these purposes and she begins to get to know who he is outside of what everyone knows him as. She's, like, dealing with this internal struggle of, like, shit. Like, I shouldn't be liking him, but I kind of like him. So I don't think that's whining. I think that's just, like, natural I as just, you're fighting your own I know, thoughts. but I think it just happens so early on in the book that that's why I had an issue with it. Don't get me wrong. I think Am you're I, just an olivator. Maybe. Hashtag olive hater. <laughs> No, just kidding. I actually really love Olive. So, yeah, no, but I also, I don't know. I felt conflicted about her character because of her like self sacrifice thing going on, but I appreciated her. I appreciated a strong, smart female character. Yeah. Like, to preface, the author is literally a neuroscientist, which, first of all, that's hot. (laughs) (laughs) 
And also, like, I just appreciated this because, I mean, you don't see many books where, like, obviously there's, thankfully, a lot of books nowadays where there's a strong female lead, but she's not just a strong female lead. She's, like, incredibly intelligent. And she's, like, working towards this goal of something that could be incredibly life-changing for a lot of people. Um, Which I appreciated that, like, idea of, like, her being so incredibly intelligent. And and I like that she also knows her worth. Like, yes, she knows who she wants to work with, like, Mm -hmm. which researchers, like, what research lab. Yeah, she's created Um, a plan for herself. Yeah, and then I also like that it does shed light on the struggles of being Mm -hmm. a STEM student. I'm not a STEM student, but, like... Especially as a female in STEM. Yeah, exactly. Her best friend on. Yeah. Yes. The way they both talk about everything that they're going through and how they're constantly doubted. Especially on. I appreciated Mm -hmm. her as a side character, and I hope I'm saying her name right. If I... I'm not. Please feel free to roast me about it. But I really appreciated her. Yeah. But I really appreciated her character, like her enthusiasm towards not only just women in STEM, but the diversity of women in STEM Mm -hmm. and how important it was to have diversity in STEM. Like, I really appreciated that that was like kind of her thing. She starts her own initiatives. Yeah. Yeah. And I really appreciated that because it wasn't just, okay, look at me. I'm a woman in STEM. But it was like, okay, look at me. I'm a woman in STEM. And my best friend is also a woman in STEM who also looks towards diversity in STEM. And I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. So now that I have got my hate out about Olive, <laughs> let's move on to Adam as a character. Okay. What are your thoughts? That man is so fun. <laughs> I don't even know what he looks like. You're he's like, not but even in my real, brain. But in my really head, cute. he is the most beautiful man I've, <laughs> I've ever met. Just like the descriptions of how he is. First of all, like I ignored the cover completely. I was like, this yeah, is not I don't accurate. think I even analyzed the cover mm-hmm. until after I, I read gave him it. that hair. You know who I pictured him as? Oh, you're probably a little too young for this. But what? did you ever? <laughs> so no, but did you ever watch a Smallville? Oh, guess yes, I am in. a little too young for that. Just as a disclaimer, no. Wyatt is three years older than I am. So how old are you? Jesus Christ, I'm 21. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, okay, let me look up the actor's name. So Smallville is about basically like Superman, but he is in like a small town and he's like a regular dude. I imagine him as the actor that played Superman. And I'm trying to look up, but like young Superman, not however he looks now, because I'm sure he looks old and raggedy. Respectfully. Not you being like 34 isn't old and this man probably is 34 in real life. No, no, no. But like... (laughs) Okay. Just the hair okay. off of yeah, the hair gave me this vibes, right? It's so, giving me like Henry Damon. Cavill. No, well, kind of like, Damon yeah. from the Vampire Diaries. Damon, Damien? What? Da- <laughs> what is his name? She said Damon. Is it? I think it's Damien. <laughs> See, you don't even know. You said I think. It's just the way that you, sh- the way you said Damon made me know it wasn't Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, I'm like, yeah, I think it's Damien. Because Damon oh, no. does not sound right. Like, Listen, Mad Damon? It's but you. No, no. Oh, God. But, okay, yeah, okay. so anyway, Back so that's how I imagine him looking like. Kind of like Henry Cavill, Superman, mm-hmm. whoever the Smallville actor is. That's how I imagine him, like, tall, black hair, colored eyes, mysterious. So, yeah, that man was fine as hell in my mind. <laughs> I really appreciated his assholeness. In the sense of, like, I feel like it gave him depth. In the sense of, he wasn't just an asshole, like, ah, screw you, you're awful. Like, he wasn't, like, an asshole because he was set out to destroy people. 
but he was coming off as an asshole because he had such tough feedback for his students he because he truly gross. Yes, he wanted to set them up for success, but it's just the way that he communicated it wasn't the best. Yeah. And I like that because she allowed to kind of help him mm-hmm. to be like to realize like listen, I appreciate and I understand where you're coming from and I understand why you want to give them this feedback because I agree like these people shouldn't be coddled, they shouldn't be kind of protected from the world because they're being scientists to change the world but also the way you're you're saying it makes you come off as a bad guy and you could be just so much better had you just communicated things better well i liked the part where they're talking about that and he just essentially says he's like we have too many mediocre scientists like i'm trying to weed out the bad and like i want to make these people the best that they can be when they're on their own and like don't have someone critiquing them constantly yeah but going back to Mm -hmm. the description of adam the only thing okay i feel like i always am like the devil's advocate or like no i'm always hating in some form or something but i kid you not on every other page literally talks about how like towering he is like he's like hovering or like he's so big he's so large he's like fine as hell. all this stuff but i just i don't know i personally kind of hated that sorry why it keeps showing me pictures of this man from his smallville. name is tom welling from smallville <laughs> and i showed her a shirtless picture of him with a six-pack so she can better imagine what i thought yeah. adam carlson was yeah so the only thing like that I also didn't like is how they're always like he's moody and like he's such a sullen like stoic man or whatever you know yeah just whatever adjective you could use for him <laughs> but like every interaction he has with Olive he's like he he like little girl and I'm like I'm like okay well he clearly can't be Not that dark he-he. and mysterious when literally but that's the point she brings out the best in him. That's why she falls for him because Don't she get me is wrong. just such a I different character. Yeah, one hundred percent. Also, I will say, bear in mind whatever critique people may have. This is the author's first book, and she's yeah. a neuroscientist. Like, yeah. I just thought that was so cool. Like, I could never for my first book like write something you don't know. so beloved. I'm actually never mind. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm actually writing a book. <laughs> but no it was just so impressive like i appreciated the character's depths especially like adam like i said this in my review and i'll say it again like this was a very like adorable mm-hmm. like cheesy good like feel good book it like i just liked it all around it, it was just a good was. book it was very easy to read i like flew through it in i think two days yeah super easy to one. read oh yeah because she waited until the last minute to read the book for the podcast. So. Well, I read it in five yeah, hours, weird, so it doesn't matter. Weird flex. <laughs> I'm flexing. But yeah, no, I definitely sped through this book. I loved it overall. So moving on, how do you feel about the professor and student trope? Given she's not <sighs> just like a student, she's a PhD Yeah, I was about to student. say like that. It would be one thing if literally she was in high school. No, we're not doing that. No. It's not like, crossing I, the line. This is not, what is it? Is it Little the Vampire Diaries? No, no, no. What's the other show? With all the girls, secret liars. Pretty little liars. Pretty little liars. Secret liars. <laughs> Some big liars, secret big little liars. liars. <laughs> this isn't like pretty little liars where like it's literally yeah. a high school student Do not support and a that. teacher. Yeah. Mm, no, no, thank you. But this was literally like two grown ass adults. So like I didn't mind it. I didn't even consider that this was like a professor student trope because I was like, they're grown adults. He's not her professor. Like he never was like on her board or whatever. Yeah, like, like he never influenced her stuff. Her stuff so like, I didn't I've mind just, it. I've seen complaints about it, 
But I but personally why? did not have any issues yeah. because was not her professor. And no. like, I mean, she did initiate the kiss and mm-hmm. everything. Like, I don't think it was an abuse of power not or anything all. like that. Not even a little bit. Like, I can't even. Yeah. Yeah. If someone says it's an abuse of power, relook up yeah. what that word means. And Megan, if you want to argue, you know where I live. Yes. <laughs> you don't know where I live, but I'll still argue with you. <laughs> okay. So miscommunication trope by the way we're just talking about all the tropes of this the fact novel, that you have so miscommunication many. as a trope because you know that's a common trope how do you feel about it i don't even think it's a trope it i is. think it's just a way of life no. i think there hasn't been one book i've ever read that didn't have some form of miscommunication well yeah but this kind of centers around miscommunication i guess I don't know. I just don't see it as a big... Like, if anything, like, if you ask me what is the main trope of love hypothesis, I would say fake dating. Well, yeah, I'm not saying it's the number one. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> miscommunication, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I miscommunicate oh 300 times a day. So does every other book. Okay. You know what I mean? I just, like, wasn't the well, biggest deal for me. Well, my opinion is typically... So, like, I've read other books where miscommunication is, like, the whole plot. Yeah. It's the center of the book. Yeah. Drives me insane because <laughs> I think... I like clarification in life, which I mean, who yeah. doesn't? But she's like, I want so the when truth. I read it, like extremely frustrating. In this case, not that frustrating. That's I don't I'm even saying. think like, I, I just, really even thought. I agree I that it care. wasn't like the center of the novel. Yeah. Like it didn't stick in the forefront of my mind. Yeah. But I will say surrounding like the miscommunication between her and on, mm-hmm. like, why do you think Olive went so far to convince on that she was dating Adam? Because she just wanted her friend to be happy and she knew like the girl code and she never wanted her best friend to feel any amount of like guilt. But also like here's the thing, like I will say it started out very like good intention. Like I want my friend to be happy. I want her to go with this guy that I dated that I don't really care about. So I'm going to whatever convince her that I'm so over him that she can feel comfortable with it. But I think she also just started to enjoy it. And I think that just kind of like allowed her to be like, all right, like I'm just going to kind of go into this. But then obviously like she had her whole internal struggle thing. But I think like at the end of the day, like I know I've done not similar things. I haven't faked anybody. (laughs) But I know I've done like some like very, if I told someone like very outlandish things to make sure that like a friend or a person in my life like, felt comfortable or were okay yeah. just so they didn't like feel guilty or anything like that because i would hate for people i know to feel that i way, just so. felt like it was a little far-fetched or ridiculous because i mean they talk about how like it seems like their friendship is so strong mm-hmm. like wouldn't you just sit down and be like hey i don't have feelings for him i'm not stressed about but then it we wouldn't Literally. have the book well, when I know. We hey, wouldn't hey. have the book. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I, but I just, get what you're saying. Like, if their friendship was like, so strong, like, spending dinners and the life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get them it. getting together. Like, it's just But I think it's just, far-fetched. I think it just shows, it is far-fetched in their scenario because considering how close they were. But I think, if anything, I just added more towards, like, she loved on so much considering mm-hmm. her like a sister that she wouldn't want even an ounce of doubt like she didn't want to sit down and tell her please trust me i feel nothing for this man and have on like second doubt it because like without yeah. actually showing that olive had moved on like if i was on i would second guess it like if me and you like you were like oh trust me go for this guy i'd be like 
No. And you're like, okay. no, trust me, I feel nothing. Well, now we're going on a fake dating trope. Like, we're going to have to. <laughs> I would... Okay, Wyatt, all I'm saying is if this ever happens and I'm like, trust me, you better trust me. No, you need I to go fake date my somebody mind. I'm going to have to go fake date one of my professors. Oh, God. No, please. <laughs> please do not fake one of your professors. I'm just kidding. I, I would never you. do that. Please, if anyone is important is listening. It's not. That's but not also, a if you're one of her professors and you're cute and single, I have a up. friend, Wyatt, right here. Um, <laughs> but no, like I don't know. Like I understand where, like where on could have came from. Like if mm-hmm. I had, if someone had just told me, like trust me, yada yada, whatever. Yeah, I would try to trust them, but it would also be very difficult because I would always second doubt myself in that relationship, being like, oh, is she okay? Is she not okay? Yada yada, whatever. Yeah, because especially like I don't want to be that person fine i'll generalize myself i know myself oftentimes if someone asks me like oh are you fine i'll say i'm fine but i'm not really fine <laughs> you know yeah. and especially for friends like even if i'm not okay with the situation if they're happy i'll like just say i'm fine and get this over is it true. so i feel like on would have definitely i mean i feel like all of would have yeah. definitely been that friend where even if she wasn't fine she, she would, would pretend that yeah. she was fine for on and on didn't want that situation to happen to begin with. So yeah. I understand why Olive went out of her way to that be like... That does make sense. You know I didn't I mean? think about it from the other point of view of yes. like... Yeah. Okay. I yeah. agree. You've right. convinced me. Thanks. <laughs> so now moving on to your f- most favorite yes. trope. Fake, fake dating. dating. <laughs> I don't know why. I never even thought twice about fake dating tropes. My favorite tropes, and this is fucking depressing. My <laughs> favorite tropes is the really depressing tropes where like forbidden love. Get, okay, I, I love, love a good forbidden love. love. Forbidden love. But fake dating, like after reading this, I was like, whoa, Loki, why do I love? You were like, did this <laughs> unleash something? <laughs> did this unlock something in me? <laughs> like, I, I love fake dating, I guess. I... But I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed like this type of fake dating. I really want to read mm-hmm. a book. And if anyone has a recommendation, let me know. But I want to read a more complex fake dating trope where like he didn't fall in love with her a long time ago like yes, i want to yes, read something yes. where like they are truly two people who don't know each other at all fall in love with each other very slowly maybe one of them falls in love before the other one you know what i mean That's i heard exactly. spanish love deception oh, okay but i'm yeah. not sure or like what's the other one? Oh god it's by christina lauren they go honeymoon but those are like that's really enemy enemies to lovers oh. unhoneymooners unhoneymooners yeah the yeah. unhoneymooners but that's like really enemies to lovers and then kind of fake dating sprinkled in there but yeah, yeah. i want to read one where they don't know each other they don't hate each other they just don't know each other they have to fake date yeah slowly fall in love i want to read one of those so like how you kept saying slowly falling in love yes. i felt like this was more fast-paced which it makes sense because you find out that he had been in love mm-hmm. with her or, like, not in love with her, but he... Was fascinated. Was fascinated, intrigued by yes. her since literally before she went to Stanford or yeah. Harvard or all wherever of that bathroom. it is. All because of... All his bathroom. Yeah. Let me be specific yeah. there. His bathroom. Um, so, I agree. Like, I want something that's more of a slow burn yeah. because it did feel a little sudden, but also the book is very... Like, it just sh- made it's short. It's Yeah. yeah. It was so within a couple months, like- but I also get it. Like, their dynamic and the progression of which the relationship had to take turns. Like, mm-hmm. I get why it happened. Yeah. I also liked, though, that it was pretty fast-paced because, yes. I, like I said, I flew through it. Very easy read. Yes. But, yeah. Okay. So, now that we have discussed all of... <laughs> all the tropes. Separate. Adam, separate. <laughs> how do you feel about them together? I just 
loved them. <laughs> I love them. They're literally so freaking cute. I love them as two people. I love them like separately and I love them together. I just think they were so cute. They complimented each other very well. And yeah, I just, I'm a I big liked, fan. I liked their banter and kind of how mm-hmm. they played like back and forth, like playfully. Like their conversations seemed very casual. Yeah. And there's just this one part, like right at the beginning when they're deciding if they want <laughs> to do this fake dating mm-hmm. thing. And she's like, are you sure like no one will mind? And he's like, oh, yeah, my wife and kids won't care. That and I so literally funny. laughed out loud. Like, I yes. was like, okay, that was a good one. Love that. Love that. <laughs> she goes, love that. Good one. Good Next. one. Like- <laughs> okay. So besides on, who is her other best friend? I feel like his name started with an L. Because there's Malcolm. No, oh, maybe Malcolm. I don't know why. But who but is – the way I'm so dumb. Oh, it was Malcolm. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So Malcolm – that her roommate – Yes. Yeah. Malcolm was her roommate slash other best friend. Yeah. Who ends up with Adam's best friend slash other professor, yes. which also loves that for Love them. that. You know what? <laughs> Allie Hazelwood, if you're listening, I would read a story about a little spinoff with Malcolm and Adam's friend. Would you? I would. Really? I would. That's a lot. <laughs> I said that's a lot. Okay. I don't know. I just like, I love them as characters and I would love to see more of them. Just not a whole book. I don't know. Maybe. I, I mean, maybe enjoyable. if she makes them. Yeah, let's see. Maybe, it could be a very cute. She is coming up with another book. Moment. I don't know what it's about, though. Maybe. Sh- no, she has a whole line. Yeah, but they haven't come out yet. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder what There's she one, is coming There's one, a girl with, with pink hair. I remember that one. Nice. Yeah. I love that for her. But I really did. I love the characters. I loved everything about the relationship, about the side characters, whether it was the best friends. That's what I really appreciated. I feel like a lot of books... They introduce these characters, like side characters, best friends, whatever, that are very like meh. And you're like, okay, cool, whatever anyways. But I truly like fell in love with her and An's friendship, her and Malcolm's friendship. I was really sucked into Adam and his relationship mm-hmm. with Tom, the douchebag. And yeah, I have his other professor. That. What was the other professor's name? Who? The one that Malcolm ends up with? I can't remember his name. Why are you really bad at this? I oh my know. God, I just turned to Listen- a page to try to find... His name when the first line is he is can I fuck you and I'm like oh. that is not what I was yeah. trying to listen I also read to. this book like basically a month ago so I can't remember anything at this yeah. point I will say also the smuttiness of this book on a scale of one to five I would give it a three I would also give it a three but personally add a little more spice I think go for it this is something that I needed because right before this book, I read Winter's Orbit. And if someone is listening and loved this book, I'm so sorry. But it just was not for me. They called it a slow burn romance. There literally was like no romance. That was the slowest burning I've ever had. <laughs> then when it finally gets to like the little sex scene, mm-hmm. no, it's a fade to black scene. Yeah. And it literally was like half a page or like one page mm-hmm. long. And so then when I got to this and it was like a whole chapter, I was like, God bless. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, at least like I got something. Yeah. Like, no, but also like, once again, like considering this is her first book, it was pretty well written. I just like want a little more spice. I wanted it. I'm so sorry if you know me and you're listening to oh this. Oh, God, this is, I'm scared right now because I know you and I'm listening. <laughs> I just wanted, like, I'm going to say more detail. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not more detail. Like, I don't want it to be a full-on pornographic <laughs> book. 
but I just needed it. <laughs> I didn't need it. No, let me <laughs> track my steps here. I would have liked more mm-hmm. detail to really make you feel mm-hmm. like engulfed. God, I hate all the words. <laughs> no. Anyways, never mind. Actually, <laughs> it was Anyways, too much. Moving on. Anyways, his name is Holden Rodriguez. That's oh, okay. His name. I knew it yeah. was something with an H. Yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, so spiciness, three out of five. It was a decent book. It was better than <laughs> Gotta Life, Chloe Brown. Oh. Which, which fine. We don't have to go into detail, but Xanagy, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Your opinions are wrong. Gotta Life, Chloe Brown was the worst. The smut, <laughs> and it was the worst. The entire book is just god awful, in my opinion. Yeah. But this was so cute. I truly was just, I liked yeah. it. I liked I it a think, lot. Okay, so my last comment is just, I hate that they had to like put in, the part about, like, Olive being sexually harassed by Tom. Like, could she not just have this one good thing? No. Like, could, I, just, I wanted Tom. Listen, when Tom listen, got introduced. Tom is not likable. I got bad vibes from the yes, start. Yes. When he got introduced, I hated that motherfucker. <laughs> I hated him. And I wanted but, something. I was so ready because... Here's the thing. In the beginning, I didn't like Holden, right? I was like, mm, I don't like you for some reason. No. But then I met Tom and I'm like, oh, I really don't like you. And then when Holden told Olive to Warned be careful, her, yeah. I was like, oh, some shit is about to go down. Yeah. And then when I learned how close Adam and Holden actually were and they're, they yeah. had their much longer history, I was like, okay, I trust Holden and I feel safe with Holden. I do not feel safe with Tom. And although I understand why you wouldn't want that in there because you just wanted her to have goodness i appreciated it because it allowed not only adam to stand up for her but also allowed her to stand up for herself yeah i mean i think and to be fair, she would have done it without demonstrating like abusive power and how like that was very much actually happen frequently but then i think it goes to show like her self-worth again of like her overcoming this yeah i just Um, wish that she would have been strong enough to do it by herself yeah and that it didn't have to be on and malcolm convincing her after they accidentally heard the clip like i Mm -hmm. wish that she would have been like no screw it i'm not gonna let this slide so that's the one thing i really wish would have happened but i also like like i said i appreciated that that scene that scenario happened i just wish that it would have been her sticking up for herself rather than vice versa yeah like i wish it had been her storming into harvard's offices being like yeah, it would have been you, a very powerful Wait till you moment. listen what I got yeah. for you. So yeah. I think that would have made her seem really powerful and I would have appreciated that more. But I still appreciate it nonetheless. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so what is your final review? Five out of five. Five out of five. Five out of mm-hmm. Only because, like, I rate books differently. Like, <laughs> this is not the same five out of five that I give other books. It's a five out of five because I knew what I was getting myself into. You know what I mean? I didn't pick up that this book sense. being like, this is a serious this novel. This is going to change my life. This is going to change like... my life. My entire outlook on the <laughs> world is going to change. Like, no, like, this isn't like all the bright places, five out of yeah. five. This is like, this was just such a feel good book. And I loved it. And it made me feel great. And I didn't feel any regrets reading it. That I was like, okay, five out of five. Yeah, much... Maybe four out of five. 4.5 okay, 5 okay, out of five. Yeah. Much to Megan's dismay. It was a... <laughs> 3.5 out of 5 Even after me. this conversation? 3.5? Really? Yeah. I mean, it didn't give me everything. I think we also rate books differently. Yeah. Like, we have our own skills. Yeah, because like and I said, also, like, this is Because, like isn't... I said, so I kind of do 
equate it between like this and other books. So like, for instance, with all the bright places, I said four stars out of five. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't bump 4. this. 5. No, I said four. No, I did. promise you. Okay. I was at 3.5 before oh. and I bumped it up to four. Wow, you're awful. Yeah. But like reading this and knowing I'm comparing it to all the bright places, it's not four stars for me. It's yeah. 3.5. But, but don't get me wrong. It entertained me. Yeah. Easy read. Loved it. Adam and Olive, big fans. But. Yeah. I just, I can't compare books like that because I don't think it's fair. Yeah the book or like I know what I'm getting myself into sometimes I just read like whatever books that I just Mm want to feel great about I'm like okay cool this is a feel-good book and then I read serious romance books and then I read like heartbreaking books or thrillers or whatever and all of those books get graded differently like a thriller 3.5 isn't the same as a romance 3.5 so yeah I'm just more specific with my grading okay therefore you're wrong and that's oh, okay okay wow <laughs> funny because I was gonna be like you know I respect that but why it always has to just be like no you're wrong don't believe it I'm no. joking no no you're you're valid <laughs> just wrong just wrong that's all valid but wrong okay yeah okay but I definitely recommend it if you haven't read it and I hope you didn't. We forgot to preface that we give spoilers, but I would assume that people know when I'm, I said this is a book club type podcast yeah, that we're going to talk just about. Just going it. forward, any episode you listen to, there will be spoilers. So yeah. just prepare yourselves. But yeah, that is the end of this episode. And thanks. We will see you again next time. Bye, y'all.